Hey, 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 guys, what's up? It is Adler and it's Finn, and we are the best you nation. Your boys coming at you with a brand new season, and we're talking about some exclusive content. Um, I'm really excited just to, you know, be here. Finn, like, think about it, man. We've been doing this for a little bit more than a year now. And if you think about it, like, we've hit almost 40,000 individuals in over, what, like, nine, ten different countries? Are you kidding me? Nine to ten different countries? Bro, we were beyond nine to ten countries. That's where we were, like, five months in last year, bro. Okay. Like, where we at So, now? I actually, I ran a statistic, and I was pretty shocked by the statistic. So, we are actually in 33 countries Whoop. in 40 states. We're in almost all 50. We're 80% in the United States. 80%. Right. That's pretty good. Pretty legit, man. Pretty legit. Yes. And I, I have to say, it is pretty insane to go back. It's a thing about where we all started. Like I posted something on Instagram the other day, and it's actually some real fun facts. Like number one, we have only been around for a year. Number two, you know, we had like five active listeners on our first like week or two weeks of uh, being live. And then I think I posted something else or something else that I said, but when you think about where we are now, where we're going to be, man, I'm only looking backwards to see how far we've come in just a year and what, four or five months of time. And we're already in season number what? Number six, bro. Season number six. Insane, man. Insane. Well, I, I love giving wrong statistics so that way you can correct me with like the right ones. So that's always a, a, a good thing. It's a, it's a trait that I, I try to go with. Well, I mean, I look at it pretty regularly. It's, I almost have like an OCD. I have to check this. I watch the analytics because it is kind of interesting to see when Monday hits, our top three states are always Florida, Georgia, and California. And our, our top five are those three, including New York and Virginia. and Virginia. Yeah, those are our top five states. So it's like, it's really interesting to see where our podcast is going, where it's flowing in the United States. But then also at the same time, like right now, it's the second most popular country which hasn't never really been the top country, but it's really interesting to see that the United Kingdom is number two right now. Uh, usually it's uh, Canada or Australia. That's cool. Um, go so that. the UK, yeah, the UK is like popping right now, bro. It's like pretty legit. I'm excited. It's pretty exciting. I feel like we're doing pretty good and, you know, we're working and we're striving um, towards not, not just like building, but more so just to create and generate an impact with the people that, follow us, listen to us and support us and love us, man. And Absolutely. I think it's, it's huge. It's huge to um, just even be on this stage at this point in time in life, just because of like, you know, there, if there, okay. So if, if there is a, like, for example, the podcast that you started right, right before this prime, right? Oh yeah. That was the other fun fact. It was that it was called the prime life before, we became the best actually it became the best nation but yes the prime life so my, my point is like there's a lot of people that try but don't stick with it we tried we failed we fixed something and we continue to grow and continue to learn and we're not perfect and we're far from it but we're continuing to improve each and every single episode as we continue doing this over time like there was a point in time where I think it was just, it was more like, you know, how do I say this? And I'm kind of nervous and I'm like, nah, we don't even really get that anymore. It's just more like, all right, you know, we have to make sure that we provide um, the sharpest and most consistent type of content. Because I, I think that the biggest thing is we have a message to, to, to share with the world. And a lot of people are not going to hear it because they don't know who we are. But if we continue to consistently relay the message over and over and over and over again, then we're gonna hit the milestones that we're, we're seeking. And it's not necessarily about the destination, it's about the journey. Absolutely, I mean, we've run into a lot of great people. We've come across a lot of very awesome guests that we've had on our show. It's just an honor and a blessing. We've had you know a all time well-known, nationally recognized, he's now the you know one of the uh, analysts for the ACC Network, Coach Mark Richt. We talk about him often because, you know, his story and his journey is super, super exclusive. 
Um, we've also had our, one of our good friends, Rich Norton, who is a, who's the father of one of my great friends, Brianna, who is an amazing individual who I just look up to, who's one of my best friends. And you just, everybody in between, like we've had some of your friends, uh, you know, Ashnell, your cousin has been on here and he dropped up some really, really amazing things on the show. We've had a couple of your buddies, you know, in the police force, I, I believe, is yeah. it what's her name? Taylor. Taylor's uh, uh, Taylor's about to have a baby here pretty soon. Um, I, and so kudos to her and you know blessing and love to the from the bestie nation her way. Um, so it is insane. It's pretty. It's pretty incredible at the same time though, man. Like, and I know we're taking some time right now to kind of talk about uh, the growth. It's it's season six. Like we're at a place now where we are establishing. And you had mentioned something when we first started last year. I don't know. I don't recall the last time where we had to start over more than three times, uh, maybe a couple months ago, maybe one time, but it used to be all the time. We never could nail the podcast on the dot on the first try. It would take us hours to get there. We had wasted and burned a lot of time. And now it's like, we're, we're also getting more advanced and we're creating a plethora of uh, social media content. So we're now not only just podcasting or just posting only on one day a week, we're really trying to engage with people on our own personal platforms, like mine is the Finn Foster platform, yours is the 24 hours a day platform. And obviously in between both of us, we have another platform called the best nation. Awesome. And there's a lot of big things that we've got in store uh, that we're not going to announce yet. We talk about it a lot because, you know, we, we have surprises. We have things that we want to deliver, but you know, without the people listening, without the subscriptions, the people that are subscribing and tuning in every single week. I've gotten a lot of great feedback, by the way, this week, man. I've gotten a lot. I had a doctor who listened to our podcast. Uh, she actually reached out to me and she was like, man, you guys, I love your vibe. I love that you guys are so like wise. Um, I love the fact that you guys are two healthcare workers and you guys are generating impact, not only for the general people, for all people, but then you actually can really apply. She said that what you guys are talking about is applicable to people in the healthcare field specifically. And I told her like, and it's not intentional, but we do post it on a Monday. We do post it at five 30 where most nurses are either going to work or, you know, getting close to coming off of shift. Well, almost coming off shift. I shouldn't say coming off shift, but um, five 30 is just a very good time, but yeah, man, I'm super proud of what we're doing, man. I'm excited. I've gotten a lot of, like I said, a lot of great feedback. We've been, we've been trailblazing with our podcast as far as other nations and within our own country, you know, especially with the way things have been this past couple of years, you know, with the pandemic, with all the scrutiny from, you know, racial issues to political issues and just all kinds of issues that people are dealing with. But there's something that I want that we're going to be talking about this season that I think is going to be another exclusive. I know I've used exclusive twice here, but exclusive topic of discussion for the next 13 weeks. I don't want to steal your thunder, my guy, but I want you to introduce the topic for the season because I think it's really, really important. I think it's something near and dear to all of us and we can all connect. But I think Adler, you truly have the way of introducing things. And I, uh, it's on, it's an honor to be doing the show this far along. Um, and I'm excited to see where this season goes. So I'm not going to steal your thunder. I want you to take it away, bro. Cause I feel like this is your powerhouse message that you want to share in this season. Um, and for us to converse and really generate that impact on a whole new level that you just talked about. Oh yeah. Um, and so like the, the theme for this, uh, this go around is um, it's the different types of negativity and hate that we as human beings experience. Um, and I think that it's, it's super easy to fall into a situation where, um, you know, like just for example, us even starting a podcast. Um, and I'm not sure if you experienced, but I know I did. Like people were just like, oh, there was a lot of negativity and a lot of hate that was sent our way. And it's kind of like, you know, why exactly do you have that feeling towards me? Like, why do you, why do you think that I'm not, I wouldn't be good at it? Like, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's disheartening because it's like, I, I feel like I, I do a lot of good things. I do a lot of right things and I'm super supportive when it comes to my friends. So why are you guys gaslighting, you know, 
uh, me or Finn. And um, gaslighting is a form of psychological abuse where a person or group of people may question, uh, may question somebody's um, sanity or their perception of reality. So there are two types of um, gaslighting. And we will touch on the friend, the friendship and family aspect. And then on a later date, we'll touch on like the relationship, like boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, like aspect. So needless to say, um, you know, when you have a, when you have a goal in mind, right? And you finally have decided, you know what? I'm excited. This is it. This is the goal that I have and I see for myself. And because I see this and because it's what I want, I'm going at it with reckless abandon. And then you tell your friends or you, you rush home and you tell um, somebody you, whom you, you trust. And unfortunately, um, sometimes those people that we trust, they have a lot more, um, I guess, uh, control over you than you'd expect. And, and, and it's because um, it, it, it's, it's largely because um, you've, you value that person's opinion and you believe in that person. And some way, some way or somewhere down the line, they have used that trust that you have towards their opinion, manipulated, twisted, and they use it for their own benefit. And this could be like something that you subconsciously do and you don't even realize it. It's not necessarily something that's done maliciously, but like knowing that you value their opinion, they'll tell you that, hey, that's a terrible idea. And if you decide to follow it on your own and step out of that comfort zone, then they're gonna tell you that it's a terrible idea. They're gonna fill you up with doubt. They're gonna make you question everything you do. Yeah. No, and I know exactly what that feeling's like. I've experienced that recently. Um, you know, and that's why I think it's great that we're going to touch base on this because it's not just, it's not just a Finn or an Adler discussion. This is actually things I think people are really genuinely experiencing on all levels of life. And, you know, I've run into people that I've talked to and I've genuinely listened to, and I hear a lot of the gaslighting that's going on in these people's lives, you know, and like you said, we're going to be talking about about relationships and later on down another season on another episode, we'll do a part two and, <clears throat> It is pretty, it is pretty toxic. It's very, very, very disgusting to watch people do this. And again, it's also, while it is subconscious for us to be the quote unquote victim of gaslighting, while those that are manipulating, those that are actually being the, the uh, offender or the person that is, uh, you know, stimulating this kind of uh, negativity in your life. There have been times where I have experienced this in my earlier years as a child. I've experienced that as, you know, through middle school and high school. I've experienced that uh, through even when I was processing to go to the military, when I got out of the military. There's been so many people that I've come across that have gaslit because we as people, we want to, we genuinely want to engage and we want to intercept the, the idea or the opinion of others to be the best that we possibly can be in the hopes that's what it's all about. And come to find out as I've gotten older, I remember there was a gentleman that I remember I worked with in Dillard's and he said, you know, and now at this time I was like 18 years old. This is right before I was going to the service. And I recall him saying his name is Dennis. And I actually remember he worked in the home department at Dillard's. And I remember he said to me one day, he said, man, listen, dude, you are going to experience life right now, but I guarantee you in three to five years from now, you're going to view everything that you view right now completely different. And I said, no, I won't. No, I won't. You're wrong. Like, and that's just an 18 year old talking. And now I'm sitting here, I'm at 23 and I'm like, yeah, I am looking at things differently. I sure am. And because of the conversations that we have with people and the, the relationships, the friendships that we have with people, you know, for another prime example, buying a car, was something that I was really, really happy. And I'm not going to mention this person's name, but they, you know, they are somebody I trust a lot and I really appreciate them still. And I still care about this person a lot. It just hurt me because in a sense, now I'm, I'm sharing this because this is something most recently and I haven't posted any on social media because I didn't want to, you know, bloat or not bloat. Uh, what's the word? Not brag. Gloat? No. 
I mean, the, the gloat and brag are pretty close, but I understand where you're coming from. Like, you, you don't want to be the center of attention. No, I did. I don't want to be the center of attention, but I shared the certain amounts. Of, you know, I shared with a few people, including you know, including you, Adler. My dad thought it was an April Day, April Fool's Day joke because I sent it to him on April's full April Fool's. And he thought I was just joking that I bought a car, but I had to reassure him I really did buy a new car. And he's like, "Oh, dude, that is awesome, man! Like, I'm proud of you." Like. You know, coming from a dad, like, I really thought maybe he was going to be a little like, dude, that was a dumb idea. Like, financially, that was dumb. The other things I have talked about that he was like, ah, nah, bro, that's not a good idea. But, you know, one of, you know, somebody that I'm close to, uh, I shared with them and they thought I was joking. And I said, no, I really bought a car. Now, hence, I know how this person is and I still love her for who she is, but at the same time, I was a little bit disappointed in the reaction that I got from her because I told her, I was like, listen, I bought a car. She's like, yeah, was that smart though? And she questioned me and questioned, made me start to think, was it a bad idea that I had bought this car? And honestly, it brought me down. I'm not even going to lie. For like a good week, I was like, dang, maybe I should have never bought this car. And it was because I kept thinking, and she didn't have to be in my physical presence. She didn't have to be on the phone with me. She didn't have to be texting me. She didn't have to have any communication, but just a lingering thought that this is somebody I know is probably thinking in the back of their mind or had at one point thought, well, maybe this guy, this guy is not very financially savvy. He's, he's an EMT. What is he making? Like these things started crawling through my brain. And I'm like, dude, Wow. And it made me feel like I made a mistake, that I was in the wrong. And I was convinced that I made a bad choice. And this is what gaslighting is all about. It's, it's making you feel, whether it's consciously, subconsciously, physically, or in the moment, or even just the lingering thought. It really hindered me thinking that I made a terrible mistake. I was stressing out. I was like even trying to convince myself that, I, and I'm not trying to convince myself that it was, you know, the best thing in the world car buying a house a car buying a boat buying a, a house car whatever the heck you buy there's always going to be a large chunk of money that goes into it that's just a given yeah but long term i'm looking at it from a financial perspective for me personally to save myself money in the long haul and some people are just not going to understand why you do what you do and while it is nice to tell people that you trust it's a, an alarming thing for me for next time that some things are just not going to be publicly announced. And from just generally, I know you want to take the mic, uh, Adler, but just for the general ear, if you are in that situation where you are experiencing this, you feel like somebody or some a group of people or even in your workspace, because I know this happens very, very often. And it's most common as far as the work-to-work -work relationships, the ones that are not love-based, we find ourselves to be taken advantage of based off of a, you know, this uh, gaslighting kind of experience. So, you know, this is, this has been me personally. I have, I share a lot of stuff on the podcast because I do think that coming from a personal perspective and you do as well, Adler, but like most recently this happened just in the last month and I'm just like, wow, you know, haters are going to hate. That's yep. just the reality of it. Haters are going to hate. And, you know, you just keep on trucking you make the choices that you make and, and whether they're good or they're bad, you still keep on trucking because at the end of the day, you know why you bought that new car. You know why you bought that new house. You know why you had to refinance on certain things. You know why you went out and purchased all these books for school. You know why you did it. And don't let people judge you or ridicule you or, or make you feel like you have to be submissive to their negativity. That's all I got right now. Take it away, man. Um, well, and I, I think that you are spot on. Like, um, you know, you, you're making a decision that doesn't necessarily make sense to others, but it's just like, all right, this is the best decision for you. And acknowledging that and having the skill to block out whatever noise or whatever message is being disseminated towards you. And you say, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that. I, I can do more. Like having that, like, um, I guess, mindset mentality um that right there is enviable because a lot of people don't have that and you know you went out and you did what was best for you, you like your car and everything you went out and did what's best for you and can't nobody take that away from you you have a plan to make sure that you're paying for everything but at the same time nobody can take that away from you because you are you know a self-made person and you did made your decision and that's what you're going to stick with 
you know, and that, that, that's huge because a lot of people don't like to put themselves on the starting line because they're afraid of failing. And they're not only are they afraid of failing, they're also afraid of what others might say. And having that fear basically just causes you to just freeze at the starting line. You don't even get off the line because you're just frozen, like, because you're, you're too afraid, you're scared. And that's the thing that, um, you know, when it comes to friends and family, like, if you have a goal, a plan, a desire, and you decide, hey, this is the course of action, I'm doing it, and then you're in the throes of accomplishing it, you know, you, you, it, it's, you cannot allow a best friend, a family member, or whoever it might be to tell you that you're not capable of accomplishing what you set out to do. The human mind is the most fascinating, fantastic thing that you can ever experience. And the reason being for this is because the mind can, the mind can uh, basically take you to places that you never thought imaginable. You know, if you have the right mindset, you just have to keep it for long enough so that way you know it's like, all right, hey, you know, this is my mindset, this is what I'm about, and this is what I'm focusing on. Period. No if, ands, or buts. And I think that's it's something that's it's it's huge. You you, you need to have it. Um, I think um, I won't go into full detail, but um, I've been dabbling in the stock market, and I did have a friend. I kind of reached out and I readjusted my life goals, and um, I shared it with, you know, the person and the person was just like, you know, kind of like scoffed at me. It's kind of like, it's like, oh, you know, you think you're a little Warren Buffett. I'm like, no, I don't think I'm Warren Buffett. You know, Warren Buffett, although it's an excellent comparison, you know, it's fantastic. Yeah, he's a, he's a pretty good guy. Yeah. Smart man. But I'm not, I don't believe that I'm him. All I know is that like, if you produce enough content and if you um, stay consistent and if you're, you're doing the research, especially when it comes to like specifically stocks, you're doing research, you're um, making sure you study, making sure you follow trends and stuff like that, then it's only a matter of time. And, you know, he cannot wrap that in his head. And, you know, he scoffed at it and he was just like, well, how much money have you made so far? And I told him, and he's like, oh, okay. He's just like, well, is this, 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 this. And I just, you don't, you don't necessarily appreciate the doubt or the questioning but you can almost appreciate it for, for it happening the way it did only because that forces you to stay more focused. That forces like, you know, that I watched The Last Dance. I don't know if you ever got a chance to watch The Last Dance, Michael Jordan. They said that Michael Jordan- I watched is, it with you. I was in Georgia when we watched it. Yes. So they said that he's one of the most pettiest human beings in, you know, the world, right? Um, he takes things to heart and to a certain extent, I, I try to do the same thing. So anyone who has ever doubted me and said that I'm not capable of accomplishing something, then I use those and I take it, I keep it right here. I wear it right here on my chest, right here on my sleeve, whatever you want to call it. And I make sure it's right here always because when and when you know I'm able to finally successfully get my um, you know, accomplish my goals, I want to know that, hey, you know what? I'm not gonna like brag, I'm not gonna boast. Just know that, hey, I want you to make sure that you're, you're watching because you doubt it. And I refuse to allow your, um, your reality or your perception of me to become my reality. I am a whole individual. I'm lethal, you know, I'm lethal, just as lethal as you are. And I can accomplish anything. I have the same 24 hours a day that you do. I can do anything and I know that, but I'm not gonna uh, allow somebody to dismiss or belittle my plan and my goal. And if you don't see my plan and my goal, that's fine. I'm just gonna kind of just cut you off, at, cut you off, keep some space, and then we can reassess, you know, things afterwards. But most importantly to me is just, um, I guess, getting that, developing that mindset that you just kind of just block out whatever noise is um, chirping, you know, from your friends, family, and so on and so forth. Absolutely, man. No, and, and that's it's a very good point that you make that the fact that we as people, right, we as people, we want affirmation, we, we, we seek it, we want to know what our friends think. Hey, look what I'm doing. Hey, dad, from parents. Hey, dad, look what I'm doing. Mom, look what I'm doing. We naturally seek it. And we're also very naturally. Um, we're when we when we it's not something we hear or something that we are audible you know, audibly hearing that makes sense to us, 
we become disappointed. And um, one of the things that I noticed even just this past year, I've been working on something that I talk about all the time. And I'll say it again, you know, I have a book coming out this fall. It's called This Is Me. Uh, And, you know, I've been working on this book for several years. And several years ago when I was writing this book, I had a lot of naysayers tell me, don't write this book. You are too young. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what life's about yet. You're only this like 20 years old. You don't know, or 19 years old even actually. 19 is when I started. And it's like, well, first of all, do you even hear yourself what you're saying right now like do you actually hear what you're saying don't write a book my question for you is have you wrote a book if you're answering no then don't come at me any kind of way because you see that i'm doing something that you aren't going to sit down and jot down your life story talk about the emotions the the negativity the positivity the 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 push the, the shove the pulls and the turns and the lefts and the rights in my life that have shape me to be the person I am today. Because believe it or not, could you imagine, I think about this sometimes, had I not changed, had I not chose to make a change in my life, had I not been influenced by the people that gave me an understanding of who I am as a person and the relationship that I have with God, I would not be sitting here podcasting with you. I don't even know where I would be. But I've had people in the last four years doubt my book, doubt what I've said, doubt what I talked about. And you know what? I have got to the point now where I have actually become confident in myself to share my story with people in person to a certain extent, certain things relative that are in context. Like someone the other day asked me about relationships. And I said, you know, I struggle with relationships. And that's just part of being a man, right? And growing up and becoming, going through a season of stuff. But there's a little bit that's attached to that. Oh, yeah. I, it's rejection is everyone's like arch enemy. We all can't stand that and that's something we'll go further into on an, like another episode but it's just to understand that the reality the reality at the end of the day for me personally and is i'm going to publish that book as a matter of fact last night what? last night i was looking at numbers i was typing it up i was like all right i need to know how i can get it where people just order the book and it just gets shipped so it's called demand buy on demand so b-o-d buy on demand, meaning that global, global stores, Books A Million, Barnes and Noble, Amazon, like all these places that you can buy a book. Yep. Target, it's going to be available, right? Yes. But I also wanted to buy 150 copies to have shipped to me and figure out how much all that costs. Okay. And my heart was racing. I was so warm. So I was like, dude, I am almost there. I'm almost at that finish line. I've been thinking about it. I've been talking about it. I've been wanting to get this book published for several years. And finally, I am not allowing anybody to gaslight me, to stop me. Your energy, anybody out there who has doubted me or thought that I couldn't write a book, I'm taking your energy and I appreciate you. I'm taking your energy you might listen to Adler and I and deny that you don't listen to us. Cause I know some people who say they don't listen to us. And I have heard them say, I love your podcast. You know who you are. And for you to sit here and tell me that I'm not going to write, write a book or finish a book or not publish a book or say, what the heck is the reason why you're writing a book and how can you write a book? I'm taking your energy and I'm going to get it done because okay. I'm in control of my life. I get to decide where I end up. Right. Ultimately God does, but the self, uh, motivation, the people that I surround with myself on purpose. I'm taking your energy to not allow myself to be controlled, to be tossed around, or to be gaslit to the point where I don't accomplish or finish something. Agreed. So uh, that's just me personally on my personal walk right now with this book, no. just like you are with the stock market, because I know you are passionate about the stock market. I mean, you are, you are like, of all the people that I know, Adler, you amongst about three of the people I know are like, and, and you've been doing it a lot less, by the way, than some of the people that I know that have actually been doing, who tried to get me into this years ago that are doing really, really well. And I kind of turned it down, but it's crazy. You've done it the least amount of time and you are more passionate and more driven. And it's like, that is inspiring, man. Like on that level, maybe one day we'll talk a little bit about like how you were motivated or inspired to do that. Because it is a risky, a risky way to do money, but 
it's easy for people to also attack you on it. Cause I've got attacked for, that's why I never got into it. No, yeah. Well, and I mean, like it's, it's one of those things, again, I seek counseling. I seek teaching. I, I seek a lot of stuff that a lot, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. We, you know, that nobody ever sees, nobody ever actually considers and nobody understands. And so, you know, it's one of those things where, um, you know, I guess just, you know, again, it, it, it just, it just comes back down to the same thing I've been saying. I, I can harp on over and over again. And I don't think I'll ever get tired of it is, you know, you have these people that you trust, you believe in, and then they start to doubt your dream, your goal, and they dismiss you. And you can either choose to, um, you know, allow it to become true, or you can literally look in the face and say, all right, you believe this, and now it's my time, and I refuse to accept it, and I'm, I'm going to go after it. And that's the same way I feel about the stock market. Yo, I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to, I'm going to fail. I'm going to lose money. And that's, those are, those are part of growing and learning. You have to have those, those bumps in the road in order to build your character, in order to, you know, build up that mental toughness, in order to um, become the, the person that you were always meant to be. If it was easy, then everybody would do it. You know, it's, it's one of those hard things that you have to work at every single day consistently. And if you can string along a, you know, a series of good days over and over uh, uh, throughout a course of a lifetime, you actually might mess around and have a good life, an amazing life, a blessed life. And that's something that, you know, uh, I like, I'm a huge avid fan of Will Smith. Will Smith said um, that exact same thing. And it's just kind of like, all right, you know, I believe that, you know, I do believe in a law of attraction. And I believe that the energy that you put out in the air and put out in, in, in towards the people that, um, that you interact with, it comes back tenfold. And I can't be, even begin to tell you how many times I've been in situations where I'm like, all right, you know, I put out this energy and then all of a sudden it returns tenfold. And it's just like, wow, man, thank you. I appreciate it. Or like I put out this energy and then, you know, some way, somehow somebody blesses me, you know, um, through you know, whatever it means. The most important part is that, you know, time energy is a form of currency and you have to invest it in, you know, not necessarily like-minded people, but you have to invest it in people that, you know, see your dream and believe in it. And if they don't see your dream and believe in it, you can still be friends with them. It's not saying, hey, you know, I lose my number or anything like that, but it's more so it's like, hey, I respectfully disagree. I'm going to keep moving this direction and I'm going to take a little space because the energies that you um, interact with on a consistent basis, whether or not it's you or, you know, or not, it's, it's you have to, you have to be perceptive. You have to be able to read the situation. You have to be able to be like, all right, you know what? Hey, you know, if I continue to surround myself around negative people, I'm going to inherit those negative traits. So you have to limit the amount of, you know, exposure that you have to those people. And that's, that's really what it is. You have to limit the amount of exposure. So you can still be friends. You can still be families. You know, your mom, your mom and dad may be the people that doubt you. You know, your, your brother, your best friend from, you know, elementary school, whatever, the, whatever, whoever it, it might be, there's a lot of people that can doubt you. And, you know, gaslighting, it, I, I think it's detrimental because not only does it make you doubt yourself, but it breaks you down in a psychological way where you just, you, you're not comfortable even making a decision on anything. And you feel like you need that person. And I think that, you know, it's, it, it happens far too more commonly with people who have, um, at least just from my own experience, who have um, a culture that is not, you know, originated from America, but from a different country. And they come over here and, you know, you're afraid of what your parents might think if you don't, um, you know, get that, that career path that they're okay with. And if you don't fall into that career path that they're, they're hoping for, thinking for you, they, they start to treat you some type of way. And that's where the gaslighting comes in, into play because now, you know, you, you don't want to disappoint your parents. You don't want to be the reason why they're upset. But instead of like focusing on like, hey, what you're passionate about, you're focusing on fulfilling their dream. And, you know, you can't do that. You know, you can love your parents and you can, you know, they can want whatever they want for you. But at the end of the day, you really have to be your own person, your own individual. And you have to be very mindful in who you seek out and what you um, expose yourself to because time and energy is a form of currency. And you have to be very mindful of how you spend it because once you spend it, you do not get it back. Absolutely, man. You know, 
as we kind of wrap things up, I I think about a season. This is a big this is a big one because I love my dad. And I tend to in the last few episodes I left I would leave a little bit of a nugget um, intentionally. Um, and this is just part of growth. There's a song out there that I encourage everybody to take a listen to. And it's called, um, and I'm looking it up right now. It's called Truth Be Told okay. by, um, by Matthew West. And the reason why I'm introducing you guys to this song, I've shared with a few people. And Adler, I, you know, I, I think that you would love the song too. But it's just the message behind the song. Matthew West talks about the truth be told. We are so fast to say, I'm fine, it's okay. And we're easily swayed by people around us daily. And so like for me personally, I'm going to leave you guys on this nugget here on this little like note as we start season six, as we're talking about the different types of negativities that may influence us as people and what we're going to be talking about over these next 13 weeks. I'm going to leave you guys with this. My dad is my hero. I love my dad. I love my mom. I wasn't very close to my dad as a child. I thought I was, and I would, you know, we did stuff as a kid, you know, whatever, but I really didn't have that close father son relationship as I thought I did. And it wasn't until the more recent years when I left for the military and I became an adult and we really sat down and had these longer conversations, man to man conversations, where I realized that my dad always wanted me to be better than him as far as like, don't be a failure in school, don't go off doing whatever you want. Don't disrespect your teachers and your elders. And just like, he just don't spend all your money. Like this, a lot of these like things that we listen to our parents say, right? Yeah. But for the longest time, I really, 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 like you said, Adler, I didn't want to disappoint my parents. And it came a time where we had a conversation. My dad and I were like, he said, son, I'm still going to love you. Whether you fail or you succeed. He says, whether you have tattoos all over your body and you do drugs, I'm still going to love you. I'm not going to agree with what you do. I'm not going to support those kind of lifestyle choices, but I'm still going to love you because you're my son. And um, to this day, you know, I think back on that conversation because for the longest time I always said, dad, you know, just having this closure and knowing that I used to think I had to do everything to make you happy and proud. Like, that's what we do because that's we, we're, we're leaving the mama and papa's nest, you know, and you do everything to make them happy. Look, dad, I'm playing violin. Hey, dad, look, I'm going to make the shot in basketball. Hey, look, dad, I'm going to throw this touchdown. Like, dad, look, mom, look, I'm going to go apply for this job. We seek affirmation from a very young age because that's what we as humans do. We like recognition. And so... That conversation with my dad right there alone was a pivotal point for my life because I was able to do things for me as a man, as myself, as somebody who can make an independent decision, whether it was going to, you know, my dad probably is like, dude, why the heck did you buy a brand new car? But he isn't saying it like that. He sees it as, well, you know, you made a decision. You chose to buy that car. I'm proud of you for doing that. And, you know, there's other things that I've done with credit cards. And he's like, you know what? I get it. Just there's a lot of different things, relationships even. And we'll go through that for another season. But this is that nugget that I drop with people because it is a, is a place for me. I've learned just being the best me, it requires me to talk about some of these things because I want to connect with people. Adler wants to connect with you guys too. This is what Adler and I live for. We do this podcast because... We don't want to gaslight you. We want you to be confident. We want you to be secure. We want you guys to be out there making the best decisions for who you are so that you can strive and optimize your 24 hours a day, that you can live life more elevated. You can be who you want to be without having to worry about other people deciding. And then you don't have to wait till you're 30 when they say, oh, when you're in your golden years, and you're 30 years old, now all of a sudden you don't have to care how people say you can stop caring what people say now and focus on you at 20 if you want. It's all about choice. It's all about motivation. It's also about self-drive. 
but it's also just being able to understand your situation is unique, organic, and authentic. You look like you want to say something, Adler. Take it away. I was just curious, and just like real quick, I know we're closing up, uh, wrapping up. Have yeah. has there ever been something that like your dad is like, hey, Finn, I see this in your future, and I want you to do this, and you're gonna like not necessarily force you, but kind of like push you into a situation where you're just like. I don't like this at all. I don't want to do this at all. I'm not doing it. And then you just like, you know. Yeah. Um, for me, it is what I'm actually doing occupationally. Okay. It's not something a lot of people know. A lot of people didn't know and don't know. I always wanted to be in the military. That's what my dad wanted me to do too. But my dad said, do something where you will be serving. The military was an option. The military was an option, right? My dad always told me, find a job where you will be secure so you can have a wife and have a family. And he always mentioned two places that you could go. You know what he always tell me? Being a pilot is just your childhood dream, son. And he would always say that. And I'm like, no, I want to be a pilot. Okay. But being a pilot is just a childhood dream. And he used to say, Go be a doctor, go be a nurse, go be in the military, go serve. And it's funny because now I'm on a journey. I'm closing out my associates in science here in another couple semesters as I transition into nursing next fall. So it's fall 2022. And it's just looking back now, I didn't want to be a nurse, dude. I didn't want to be in healthcare. I didn't even want to think about being in a hospital because it just wasn't my cup of joe. But here I am passionately serving the community that I live in, taking care of people that are sick, that are struggling, that I've seen over and over and over again, just declining health-wise. I've watched family members in my family, you know, my, obviously my family, pass away from choices that I see people do every single day. And it makes you think like, man, what could I have done? What if I was my, what if at this, what if I was my, what if I was a nurse at the time that my aunt passed away? And I could have prevented that by helping and making sure that she got back on track and got rehab and motivated her in that way. You know, she's a really one of the biggest reasons why I'm actually finally making my move for this because even through EMT school, she, she passed. I know we're wrapping this up, but she passed on the weekend that I graduated EMT school that Friday, that Saturday morning, she was, she passed, she was expired. And I was supposed to go see her for lunch. I told her after I graduate, I'm coming to see you. We said, all right, we're going to celebrate you. We're going to go to lunch. We're going to go anywhere. We're going to go. We'll grab something. And a week later, I'm at a funeral and um, it was just a different situation, but not to go off topic. That is uh, being a, becoming a healthcare worker, working in this field was a place that I never wanted to be in, but I have found myself being in this field uh, passionately, 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 oh my gosh, passionately, can't even say the word, it's something that my dad always pushed me to do, or yeah. I felt like was something he wanted me to do, but I was just like, no, so. Well, and, and you know, just to share, um, just for sharing's sake. Um, when I was eight, nine years old, my dad was just like, I want you to play piano, I want you to play piano. And it would make me super happy and satisfied if you play piano. And so I started taking lessons. And it's not even to say that I didn't like the piano. It's just, I was young and I you know, was immature. And I was just like, hey, I wanna be able to play with my, my friends after school versus coming here every week and playing the piano because it's not going to do anything. And my dad has always been one of my biggest fans. And like, he is also one of my best critics because, you know, he's just going to lay it, he's going to just tell you how it is. Like, he's not going to like, you know, he's not going to be like mean about it or anything, but he's just going to be like, hey, you know, this didn't work, this worked and get it out. But I, I, my dad, he is a musician. You know, he plays the guitar, he sings, he does all those things. And in his mind, he's just like, hey, you know, if you can learn how to play the piano or the keyboard, then you might develop a skill that you can profit off of and, you know, so on and so forth. 
And, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where like, you know, I, I didn't want to let him down. And so I did it for a year, year and a half. And then after I finished doing a year and a half, I was like, dad, I, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. You know, even like um, we used to be at church and you know how they have like those altar servers, um, like the ones with the robes and stuff. I used to be one of those. And I got into them largely because my dad was one up until he was like 18, 19 years old. And that was like one of the huge things for me because I was like, all right, I could relate to my dad. And this is something that, you know, you know, we can, you know, both talk, talk about or, you know, come to some form of common ground. And he wanted it more than I did, truth be told. And I just wanted to do it just, you know, because that was something at the time I was, you know, I was willing to try out. But then like, even on the day that I quit, he was just like, hey, like, he was like, hey, if you quit this, then you also have to quit the football team and you have to quit your other extracurricular activities in school. And I don't think he was necessarily being mean. I think it's more so just um, valuing, you know, putting forward some time in community and making sure that, you know, you, you, you're giving back to um, the people who have raised you, who have helped raise you with the people that believe in you, and that's the community. And so that's one of the things that, you know, he, he did teach me, um, but it, I wasn't passionate about it. And so I left, I stopped playing the piano and I stopped ball serving because that, those are things that I, you know, I can do them, but I don't feel like I'm using my talents wisely or to the best of the, their abilities. And I find that, you know, in the last year and a half or so that um, I've identified that one of my giftings is manifestation. Um, so the ability to um, speak life into situations and to manifest um, you know, positive things in my life and the people of those in, uh, around me. And um, I believe that, you know, I'm, I'm on the right course and I, I'm on the course to impact. And you are on the course to impact. And you are one of like um, my biggest like motivating factors to continue because, you know, we, we share this, you know, vision together. And not only do we share it together, but we're striving for greatness and striving to be literally the best versions that we can, you know, ourselves, and then also to relay that message to everyone else who's listening. Um, and, you know, it's never a good feeling to disappoint somebody you love, but the, the best decision 100, 100% of the time, always and always and always, is investing in yourself. When you invest yourself and you believe in yourself, then you can accomplish just about anything that you put your mind to. That's right, man. Well, I think that, you know, we are on the right track, my friend. And I think that what we're going through and what we've seen, you know, we could talk and touch base more on it another time on, on the next episode or so. Yeah. And just knowing that even maybe just talking about what we went through um, as far as the podcast is concerned, we touched surfaces on that because I think that is something that we struggled with even last year uh, yeah. during, you know, a lot of the racial conflicts that were going on. Uh, you know, I spoke to you about it before. I've had a lot of people reach out and have criticized me for doing a podcast with you um, because of your skin color. Unfortunately, that is something that I have had uh, the people judge me for or have even said, hey, we're not hanging out with you because of that. You know, you, it's, a, it's a shame that you even would consider that. And I'm like, the fact that you're even thinking that way is just just disgraceful. And I'm sorry that to say it, but I'm not sorry because that you're my friend, you're my brother, blood, you know, so here's the thing. If every single one of us, between you and I right now, if you and I were to cut our hands, we both bleed red. That's just how it is. And we both remain God's perfect image. So it's an unfortunate situation, you know, that we lost. But at the same time, then it's like, it just shows who's for us and who supports us regardless. Um, and like I said, we can touch back on this another time as far as the podcast, some of the stuff that we've even gone through and the people that have doubted us. And, you know, as I said it before in another episode a long time ago, thank you to all that have doubted us. Thank you to all that have said that we could never make it this far. Thank you to everybody who thought that we would only stay local. And also thank you for all those who never thought that a podcast would reach global I'm sorry, it's global expansion, because even though y'all have negative energy and y'all thought you could hold us back, we are impacting 
thousands of people. And those thousands of people are the reason why we still are so passionate about what we do. We aren't doing this just because we're doing it as a hobby. No, we're doing this because there are people out there who actually need this, who are actually looking for growth in their life. Mm-hmm. And it's not just by just hearing the sugar coating nitty gritty, like this is what you should do versus what is supposed to happen. And because you don't like to hear something doesn't mean that you have to shut it down. It just means that you are still too ignorant to accept the fact that you have not let go of what other people think and are starting to do self care and have self worth. But I'll leave it at that. This is raw. This is just the tip of the iceberg. You get you guys get ready for a 13 week season, man. This is going to be, Ooh, we're going to be on fire. It's going to be exciting. And you know, like always guys, we appreciate you just taking the time to actually listen to us. I know that, you know, we're, we're, we're two guys and we, we talk about, you know, things that we've experienced, things that we've encountered in passing, things that our friends go through. We talk, we talk about just random, um, just relatable things, to be honest with you. And, you know, if, if this is something that, you know, you find that is helpful and something that you think is beneficial in the future, then please do us a favor, like and subscribe, um, like and subscribe for us. Um, you know, we're, we're available on Pandora. Um, we're available on Spotify, YouTube, um, uh, Podbean, Google uh, Podcasts, like all, all different platforms. We are available and, you know, you can, you know, stream us and you can, you know, love us, support us and, you know, even give us some crit- criticism or feedback, you know, whatever. Oh, we love it. Whatever the case may be, all we do is just strive to create a platform con- uh, or a situation where we're able to, um, you know, just be a blessing to those that are around us. And this is our, our, you know, this is our, I guess, worldly ministry, so to speak, so that way we can, you know, give a weekly dose of positivity, not only to the world around us, but to those of you who tune in. So again, I appreciate you so much. Follow my guy, Finn, at um, the official Finn Foster. And follow me at um, uh, 24 hours in a day and follow us at the best you nation at um, on, on Instagram. So also, that's just real quick correction. It's the Finn Foster. Okay. My fault. I it's you. okay. No, but it's, I get what you're saying, but just for people, I don't want them to be like the official, I can't find the official Finn Foster. No, it's just the Finn Foster, just the Finn Foster. And um, like, like Alice says, go follow 24 hours of a day, man. You guys don't want to miss that out at all. You know, as we're growing, we want to grow with you. And it's uh, it's the content that he has there, you know, especially now. I, I got to say, I'm proud of you. I'm going to leave it at this. I'm super proud of you and your videos that you're doing, man. Um, I've never seen anybody who, who who claims to not be that good at stuff make such a great content. So kudos <laughs> to you, buddy. I'm proud of you, man. And I'm excited for the season. Um, I'm excited that we've made it this far. And I'm excited to see what we will be in six seasons from now. So I love you guys. Love you, Adler. Thank you for being such a huge support in my life as well, man. I know that's uh, not said often, but I want to share that with you live over this this podcast episode. So appreciate you, brother.